Hello, my friends, and welcome to my first podcast episode. My name is Jill Rodowitz, and I am a life coach. I am so excited to be here and to switch from making videos to producing a podcast. Let me tell you, I have had so much drama about it and being a perfectionist about it, I was really using up my energy. So by doing a podcast instead, I think I can reach a wider audience and honestly blab for quite a bit longer. So anyone who hangs out with me these days knows I love talking about life coaching. So I can't wait to just let it flow. If you found this podcast randomly and you're not quite sure what to expect, expect to ask yourself a lot of questions. Questions you probably had never been able to consider. And the whole purpose of all of the questions is to help you figure out the best way for you to live your life and solve all of your own problems your way. I promise you that you already know how because you are the expert on living your life. Sometimes we just need a little help and guidance on getting us to our answers. And that's where I'm going to come in. Today, I want to talk to you about a feeling that has had a very real presence in my life. Frustration. To backtrack a tiny bit, I was diagnosed with ADHD in late 2021, so almost three years ago. After getting a same-day diagnosis, I started taking medication for ADHD. I also started seeing a therapist to help me sort out and unpack everything that comes with being diagnosed as a human whose brain just can't seem to sit still. So for those of you who might not know what ADHD stands for, it stands for Attention Deficit Hyperactivity Disorder. A lot, I know. And it gets called a deficit and a disorder all in like one phrase. Great. So what this means is that my brain functions a little to a lotl bit differently than the majority of other humans. My brain is different because it has lower levels of a neurotransmitter called norepinephrine, which hangs out with another transmitter called dopamine. And that is what controls the pleasure and reward systems of our brain. So according to the medical model, my brain is basically a lemon. Luckily, I've always seemed to have had quite a bit of curiosity, like a natural curiosity about the world. And because of that, I started asking myself a lot of questions and became, in my words, obsessed with understanding myself. A mini existential crisis, if you will, but less crisis and more um, of an emphasis on the excitement these days. So now to bring back around this feeling of frustration, I've had a lot of frustration in my life and continue to experience it almost daily. Comparing myself to the majority of the population without ADHD did most certainly not serve me well. 
Discovering life coaching has helped me to discover a new freedom in the way that I think. It's helped me to reframe my disorder into a unique gift that I can ultimately use to find my own kind of peace. Since finding life coaching shortly after getting my diagnosis, I can tell you it's been quite a renaissance around here. As opposed to the past where feeling frustrated was an undeniable ultimate occurrence that was full of suffering. And I want to mention that you do not need to have ADHD um, or be interested in it to be able to get something from this podcast. And y'all, neurotypicals can probably relate to some degree to almost every problem I am going to mention, or you're going to be able to apply it to some area in your life. So stick around. Okay. So the past couple of weeks, I've been noticing myself feeling frustration quite a bit. I've been noticing that heavy, warm feeling building inside of my chest multiple times a day, almost every day. And guess what? I've been totally trying to ignore it. And guess what? It's still there. So instead of continuing to ignore it, I decided to have a look at it. The way we can always take a look at anything is by using a tool called the model. The, to summarize this, the model is a proof or a formula for looking at your brain. So imagine the letters C-T-F-A-R all in a nice vertical line on a sheet of notebook paper. The C is for circumstance. The T is for thought. The F is for feeling. And the A is for action or inaction. And lastly, the R stands for result. This is going to sound wild, but you can look at absolutely anything in your life using this formula. Every single thing that exists falls into one of these categories. The backbone of this formula is that your T's or your thoughts always cause your F's or your feelings. So your thoughts cause your feelings. Any feeling you've ever experienced in your entire life has been caused by a thought or a sentence in your mind. For the purposes of our model, we do not consider bodily sensations feelings. So bodily sensations include hunger, being sick, depression caused by chemical imbalance, or anything of this kind of nature. We would consider emotions like happy, sad, frustrated, excited, angry, or scared feelings. I can probably do a whole episode just on this, but today I want to track back to that feeling of frustration. And I want to use this model to show you the relationship of what humans are thinking heavily influences, if not determines, their results in their lives. So back to me and my frustration. So today... I was trying to create a website for my business and I have a decent amount of experience in coding and IT and just using and figuring out computers in general. So here I was thinking web design was going to be super easy and keyword should, should be easy for me. So that C in my model is going to be a fact 
And my fact or circumstance is that I was using web design software to create a website. Your circumstance is always going to be neutral as well. So I would never add adjectives or any language in my C-line that wouldn't be plainly obvious and factual to like 99% of all people. And the more specific I can get is always best. So I'm going to add the word today and what program I used. So today I was using WordPress to create a web page for my business. Next, we have our T or my thought about my circumstance. And because I already know I want to look at the feeling of frustration for this model, I can ask myself a really simple question to get the thought. Why was I feeling frustrated? To go ahead and answer, I was feeling frustrated because I was thinking that I should be able to do this by myself. And what I mean is create the website by myself without any help. So we have our C. Today, I was using WordPress to create a web page for my business. And the T, I should be able to do this by myself. And the F, frustration. Next is the A-line or my action or inaction that I do or don't do because of how I'm feeling. So from frustration, I did not reach out to any of my many friends who do have experience in web design and would probably be happy to help me. I also did not look up or watch any tutorials about how to use these web design programs. I did a lot of clicking around and repeating actions and things I had already tried. I did not stop trying for several hours, which meant I did not stop to eat or go to the bathroom. And ultimately, I walked away out of frustration and attempted to ignore it. And while ignoring the frustration, I was saying some not so nice things to myself. And then I had to leave the house pretty immediately after because I had plans with some friends that I had to basically last minute throw myself together for. And then because I was so disorganized and last minute and rushing, I drove fairly aggressively to the next destination, which also wasn't so fun. All of these actions happened or did not happen because of my feeling of frustration. All of these actions and inactions culminate to create the last line of my model, the R line or my result. It's no coincidence that when I find myself feeling frustrated that I ultimately don't get the things done in the way that I want to do them. This particular model produces a pretty hard truth for me to look at. When I have that seemingly innocent thought of, I should be able to do this, I create isolation and continuously punish myself when learning something new. Like, yikes, right? You know the old saying, nothing like social isolation and self-flagellation as motivation for learning. Yeah, no one says that. So what the hell? Why would I do this? punishing myself for expanding or attempting to expand my learning horizons? That seems kind of counterintuitive. And yeah, it totally is. 
So now, instead of judging myself or after judging myself, I was able to look at my model with curiosity. And when I get curious, I get to ask myself where else this pattern shows up in my life. What reason might there be for feeling frustration? In what ways has frustration either served or not served me? Being able to sit with your own reality you create will help you have the ability to respond to it. Having the ability to respond means taking responsibility for your thoughts, feelings, actions, and results. What that doesn't look like is if I were to blame myself or blame the software or blame someone or something outside of myself. You can take responsibility for all of it without blaming yourself. Blame rhymes with shame for a reason. Actually, I have no idea if that's true, but it works out really well for the point I'm about to make. And the point is that with blame, shame is usually not far behind. And those are both the opposite of curiosity and beyond a space of being able to help ourselves. Sure, feeling shame is absolutely natural. In fact, anything you feel is natural and feel it for as long as it insists upon staying. But then, if you can, I want you to get curious and start asking some questions. Or come and hang out with me in a one-on-one coaching session and I'll be asking the questions around here, see? Okay, so now I want to repeat that model to you all in a row and make the relationships between them more clear. So my circumstance. Today I was using WordPress to create a web page for my business. I had a thought about my circumstance, which was, I should be able to do this by myself. And from thinking that sentence, I had a feeling, which was frustration. From feeling frustrated, I did not ask for help or utilize any of the wonderful free tools on the internet. I did a lot of repeating actions I had already tried and knew didn't work. I forced myself to sit there for hours while making no progress and did not stop to eat when I was hungry or go to the bathroom. I ignored my feelings and only stopped once I had no emotional energy whatsoever left to give. And then lastly, I stepped on the gas figuratively and literally to get to what was supposed to be a very fun social event. And it it was fun once I, you know, got out of my headspace. But all of these actions summarized create my result of isolating myself in punishment of trying to learn something new. And honestly, that result was both painful to learn but it also gave me hope. By looking at myself in terms of the model, I can see exactly what and how I am creating this end result. And it gives my brain an opportunity to decide if it even likes what it sees. Well, I decided for me, I really didn't like it. And by not liking it, I mean that I did not think that thinking I should be able to do this is serving me in a way I want to grow. I love learning. I love trying new things. And if I keep on thinking with the same pattern, 
I will be less likely to do either of those things and I'm going to enjoy it less. I know for a fact that I am not a fan, nor do I think it's useful to punish myself for learning new things. Yet here I am doing it on autopilot over and over and over in so many areas of my life. Like what? It's still blowing my mind that I could not clearly see this pattern. But that is what is so freaking cool about our human brains, our ability to ignore the things right in front of us because it doesn't quite make sense to our cerebral cortex to start switching tracks. Our brains are so efficient that they love following the familiar, the things we practice. And I have so much practice thinking I should be able to do this. Now, I am just going to take a second and appreciate all of the things I have been able to accomplish despite all of the frustration. I think there's some room to grow here considering the amount and frequency of that frustration. So now I'll go ahead and I'll look up the opposite of frustration and see content and satisfaction. So now I try to imagine feeling satisfaction and contentment in my body and what that feels like Yeah, um, it's pretty awesome, but I don't think it's quite the feeling I would want to work on things when I'm working with my business. So now, out of all the feelings in the world on a metaphorical platter before me, motivated really stands out. And my brain really wants to skip right to trying to figure out all of the thoughts I would need to think to feel motivated which is usually a very telling sign I have more work to do with my unintentional model fueled by frustration. This work will consist of asking more questions of my brain to really attempt to understand and accept what is going on for me. The cost of me not doing this work will be growth at the very least and could be all the way up to not even trying to achieve my dreams. So for myself, I want to ask, how did my brain learn to associate trying to learn, not understanding, and making feeling frustrated mean it was now time for punishment? What are other examples of this learn, get stuck, punishment pattern in my life? How long can I remember this pattern happening? Is it more recent or maybe as long as I can remember or something in between? Are there any other emotions closely associated with isolation and punishment? Why might it have been beneficial for me to learn to become emotionally intolerant of situations where repeated and sustained cognitive effort is required? What does it mean when repeated and sustained cognitive effort is required? Who am I comparing myself to? Any one of these questions may hold infinite value for me if I allow myself to attempt to answer them. I'd like to end my first podcast episode with the definition of frustration. Noun. Prevention of the progress, success, or fulfillment of something. The feeling of being upset or annoyed, especially because of inability to change or achieve something. 
So for me, Jill, the message is loud and clear. So as long as I tightly grip onto frustration and don't question this pattern, I also tightly hold on to an inability to change or achieve something. Ironically, the opposite of my intention. Friends, it has been an absolute pleasure. I hope listening to my podcast now and hopefully in the future will help you to access your own wisdom. And if you find you're struggling or you just want to speed up the work, I'm available to coach you one-on-one. Just email me and ask for a free consult at becomewhatyouarecoaching at gmail.com. Become what you are coaching is all one word for my email address. No spaces in there. You can also watch some of my other videos on my Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash B-Y-W-A-C. Also, pending my thought work on that whole frustration thing, website coming soon. Thank you, dear listeners, for listening. And please, if you feel so inclined, I would love it if you would leave a review of my podcast. Those are always so appreciated. And I will talk to you later.